One of the traps that is so common for Christians today is falling into routine in our spiritual lives. Today, we're talking about how to speak new dialects within your love languages to make sure your relationship with God is anything but routine. Stay tuned. Do you sometimes doubt if you're truly hearing God's voice or if it's really your own? Or have you been in a season where it feels like He's completely silent? Have you been praying for a way to learn how to hear His voice more clearly? Hey friends, I'm Rachel, host of the Hearing Jesus Podcast. If you are ready to grow in your faith and to confidently step into your identity in Christ, then join me as we dig deep into God's Word so you can learn to live out your faith in your everyday life. The Hearing Jesus Podcast is so excited to partner with Compassion International. We believe in Compassion's mission to release children from poverty in Jesus' name. Sponsors, when they sponsor a child, have the opportunity to see firsthand the impact that you're making through letters and updates that you receive from your sponsored child. It's not just changing the lives of children, it's changing entire families, whole communities, always through the local church and always in Jesus' name. When you choose to sponsor a child, you ensure access to quality education, medical checkups, healthy food, clean water, and most importantly, the love of Jesus. Delivered through a church in their community because of a generous, caring sponsor like you. And you can speak life, love, and hope to your sponsored child through personal letters that you'll exchange. I hope you'll join me in sponsoring a child through Compassion today. All you have to do is pull out your phone and text Hearing Jesus to 83393. You'll get a text back with a picture of a child who is waiting for a sponsor and a link to sponsor that child. You can also go to Compassion.com forward slash Hearing Jesus to choose a boy or girl to sponsor. When you sponsor, we'll also send you a copy of She Hears Learning to listen to Jesus, my book, as a token of our thanks for investing in the life of a child. Thank you for joining me and sponsoring a child through Compassion today. Hey friends, welcome back to the Hearing Jesus podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Grohl. Today we're continuing our series on the love languages of God. And if you're just joining us, I'd encourage you to go back to the beginning of the series and work your way through the content. But today what we're talking about is how we start to learn how to speak new languages. So yesterday we talked about making the connection between our human love language and our love language that we tend to speak with God. But what happens if you're kind of stuck inside that routine of speaking your primary love language, and you want to learn to speak new dialects. And not just with the other languages, but even with your own language. You know, if you think about this in terms of your own relationships, you can start to get routine even in those relationships. And so starting to think outside of the box, starting to think creatively about some of the ways we can both receive and express our love to God is what we're talking about today. Now, just a reminder, we are loosely based this series off of the work of Dr. Gary Chapman. He has done lots of different kinds of books on the love languages, and we're taking that content and we're helping you to understand ways that you can hear God's voice more clearly in your own life. 
And so as a continuation of what we spoke about yesterday, when we start to speak our primary love language, we settle into this routine. And if you think back to what I said yesterday, sometimes when you're first falling in love with somebody, you have a tendency to speak more than one language. You are communicating love in all sorts of ways. And then as you kind of settle into that relationship, you get comfortable, you start to naturally gravitate towards speaking your primary love language. But the problem with that is if we're only ever doing what comes naturally and we do that in our relationship with God, so the way that we express our love to God in that kind of way, it's possible that even in our relationship with God, that will start to feel routine. And that's what we want to avoid. And so let's look at an example of this. For many people, let's take the subject of prayer, for example. For many people, you get into certain prayer routines. You might pray at certain times of the day, or you might pray during certain situations. Or like in our lives, we would pray with the kids on the way to school when we're driving somewhere. Or of course, we pray during family devotions or before meals or those kinds of things. But what I found was happening is we were settling into these routines of prayer and we were less likely to pray spontaneously. And so one of the things I started doing is looking for opportunities to just pray with people out in the open, out in the public. And and maybe that means when we're driving past an ambulance and there's some sort of car accident, we immediately stop what we're doing and we pray for the people that are injured. We pray for the rescue workers. Or perhaps we're driving down the road and we see somebody walking on the side of the street. We stop immediately what we're doing and we pray for that person. We pray God's blessing over that person. Or maybe as we're driving to a certain location, we pray for the person that's going to be our server if it's a restaurant or our checkout person if it's a store. And then also, one of the things that we started doing is praying for opportunities to pray for people in person once we got to where we were going. And so that's looked a lot of different ways, but that's been so fun because if you think about this in terms of growing in your confidence to pray, especially in public, it's a really good way to teach your kids how to do that. And so when we would meet somebody in an elevator, we would just, you know, naturally strike up a conversation and then we would say, hey, is there anything you need prayer for? And you can't believe how many times people are so taken aback by that, but then they appreciate it. I'd say nine times out of 10, they share a prayer concern and then we right then and there, we pray for them. And that's been so life-giving and it's been a way to break us out of that routine. And so that's kind of what I'm talking about today. How can we break out of these routines that we settle into in our prayer language or in our love languages? Each of these love languages has a certain dialect, and that's kind of the way that we tend to speak it. But if we limit ourselves to only speaking love in those few ways, we're limiting a way that we can both receive God's love and express God's love. So when we're starting to think creatively about how we can learn a new quote unquote dialect of our love language, it really helps us get creative and experience that love in a fresh way or sometimes even a new way if we're learning to speak a different love language. So we're going to go back through each of the five love languages and we're going to talk about some examples of ways that you can change the dialect that you're speaking. And then the hope there is that will help to deepen your relationship with God and how you feel about your relationship with God. 
So if we use the prayer example again, you know, even when I talk about the routines of prayer, sometimes we get in the routine of asking the same kinds of things in prayer. And so if we are driving down the road and we are praying and we're praying before school, I will notice that in my kids a lot. They tend to pray for the same thing. Maybe it's about a test or maybe it's praying for their teacher or maybe they're asking God to help them with a certain situation. And so one way that you can just easily change that up is maybe pray, but instead of asking God for something, thank him for the things that he has already given you. So what that an example would look like is instead of saying, God, please help me get a good grade on my test today. You could instead say, God, thank you so much for the opportunity to get an education. Thank you so much for the opportunity to read. Thank you for healthy eyes. Thank you for a teacher that cares about me. And you start thanking God for the things that he's already given instead of asking him for the things that you want. And what starts to happen is there's a shift in your perspective, a shift in your thinking, and it engages this attitude and this heart of thankfulness and gratitude, which can really change things up in your prayer life. You can do that in your home by walking through your home. And as you look at things, you can just thank God for the things that he's already given you. God, I thank you for, if I'm just looking at the example right now, I'm in my room. So I'm thanking God for my bed and my heated blanket and the beautiful artwork that's framed on my wall. I'm thanking God for the closet full of clothes and warm socks on my feet because it's cold outside today. There's so many things that we have been blessed with already that we can start in prayer thanking God for. Or you can thank God for the people that he's put in your life. I actually have a list next to me of different people that I need to contact today. And I was thinking about that this morning. Let me just start praying for these people one by one and thanking God that he has put them in my life. And then you can even go back in your life and think about the people that God has put in your life throughout your lifetime, different teachers or different pastors or different leaders or different mentors, different people that God has used to get you where you are today. It's hard to remember to pray for those people. So I think being intentional is another way that helps us speak this new dialect of prayer. And then as another aspect of this, and of course, this would be all under the words of affirmation, love language. Another aspect of this kind of prayer would be the way that we praise God. The Psalms are full of praises to God, but sometimes we forget to praise God for the things in our life or praise him for who he is and the way that he interacts in our life. And when I say praise, many people think of that in terms of praise and worship, and that can be true. Praise can be done in worship and in with music, but praise doesn't have to be done with music. It can just be a verbal prayer that you say out loud or even that you say in your heart. But we can praise him that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. I'm, I'm looking at the window right now and I see this beautiful field of trees and there's deer in the field below me and I can praise God for the miracle of creation and nature. Last night, we saw this beautiful red column where because the air was cold and there was snow crystals in the air, the way that it hit the sun, it made this beautiful red column of light. I can praise God for being the God of creation and showing me something so amazing and so beautiful, praising him for who he is. Hey friends, this is Rachel, host of the Hearing Jesus podcast, and I wanted to take a minute to share with you about our Patreon community. 
Are you loving the deep conversations, the biblical insight, and spiritual growth content that I share on the podcast? Well, I've got some fantastic news for you. By becoming a member of our Patreon family, you can take your Hearing Jesus experience to a whole new level. When you join Patreon, you gain access to ad-free episodes, daily journaling prompts and worksheets, monthly bonus content, personalized Q&A sessions with me, giveaways, and more. As a Patreon supporter, you're not just a listener, you're a valued member of my inner circle. But that's not all. Our Patreon community is a place where you can connect with like-minded people who share your passion for spiritual growth, engage in meaningful discussions, share your thoughts, and be part of something truly special. Plus, we've got some awesome perks lined up for our Patreon supporters, from shoutouts on the podcast to exclusive merchandise and much, much more. So if you're ready to dive deeper into the journey of hearing Jesus, head over to patreon.com forward slash hearing Jesus. Your support makes a real difference, allowing us to continue bringing you inspiring content week after week. Also, a portion of any income from Patreon goes to support children through our partnership with Compassion International. Again, head to patreon.com forward slash hearing Jesus. Thank you for being a vital part of the Hearing Jesus community. Together, let's learn to live out our faith in our everyday life. Or you can go through the scriptures and look at some of the attributes of God and start praising God for the different aspects of his character and his nature and what that looks like in your life. We can praise God for who he is in that way. And just as a reminder, even if you want to sing this and do some praise and worship, that does not necessarily have to be done in church. You know, one of the things that I learned, and I, I think it took me by surprise as I was starting early on in my career, as I started doing spiritual direction with people, there is a lot of people that think that praise and worship is only to be done in church. And while that certainly is a big part of what we experience on a Sunday morning or a Wednesday night, praise and worship is something that's supposed to be integrated into our everyday aspects of our lives as part of our relationship with God. And so whether you do that through music or just through prayer, start thinking about ways that you can integrate prayer and praise into your everyday life. Another way that we could express a different dialect in the category of words of affirmation is by writing. We can write God a love letter or even some poetry, or you could write out one of your favorite passages of scripture as a way to express through prayer, through words, your love towards God. And so a really practical, easy way to do this is to read a passage of scripture and then meditate on that passage of scripture and just think through what is revealed about God in that passage. Is it revealing parts of his character that are showing his faithfulness or maybe his love or his adoption of you as a son or daughter? And then you can write a letter expressing praise to him or thankfulness to him for how he reveals himself to us through the scriptures. That's a really powerful way to integrate words into your prayer life in a way that kind of stretches your your prayer muscles a little bit and helps you start speaking a new dialect. And then often what ends up happening is once you start down this path of thinking creatively and thinking outside of the box when it comes to speaking this dialect of prayer, then it becomes easier to think more creatively about that. And so we'll get into that with some of our other episodes as we go through each of these love languages. But I think my question for you today would be, 
what's something creative that you can do in the area of prayer? And when we're talking about words of affirmation, what's something creative you can do to break up the routine of falling into those patterns of prayer that perhaps maybe leave us in a place of feeling routine in our relationship with God? And maybe you could start practicing that today. Now, if you are stumped and you're having a hard time thinking of this, it's something that you can post as a question in our Facebook group. And I might even post that there as well. So we can start asking this question and get ideas and feedback from one another. Because again, we were not created to live this Christian lifestyle in isolation. You know, what often happens is if you think about the example of maybe like a lion and, you know, the beast and its prey, and a lion maybe is going after the gazelle. Well, he doesn't go after the whole herd, the whole pack. He goes after the one that's maybe on the sidelines, that's isolated. That's the way that the enemy works in our lives as believers too. He goes after us when we're isolated and we were created to live in community with each other. And so one of the things that we've done and that I think is beautiful, we're up over 4,000 members now, is we have the Christian Women's Daily Bible Study Group where we can lean into this aspect of community and we can ask questions and we can ask for advice and we can even be creative in our dialect of prayer and ask each other what we do. And it's just a free resource for you. If you haven't joined that already, I would encourage you to check it out. But it's another way that we can be creative as we learn to speak our love language of words of affirmation to God. I think we'll pick up tomorrow with the love language of quality time. But right now we're going to stop here and I'm going to pray over you. Father God, thank you so much for my friends that are listening today and the way that you love them and you continue to draw them in. Lord, for those of us who maybe don't have the love language of words of affirmation, Lord, I pray that you would just drop something into our heart that we could use even in our own prayer lives to make sure that we're not falling into the routine of prayer, but that we would be excited about speaking to you, Father God. And for those of us that do have the love language of words of affirmation, God, I pray that these words would be life-giving, that you would spark something in their hearts and their minds that would get them excited about their relationship with you. God, I thank you that you are a creative God. And even now, I pray that you would pose some things in their hearts that would draw them into a closer relationship with you through your creativity. God, I thank you that as a creator, you have given us creativity as part of the way that you've made us. Lord, I thank you and I praise you in all things. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, friend. Every day when I finish the podcast, I feel so confident that this is one of the things that God created me for. And my journey is not unlike yours. I had a season in my life where I was doubting God's voice. I felt insecure about the things that I thought he might be telling me to do. If you are in that place, I want you to know that I offer spiritual direction and life coaching to help you get unstuck. Maybe you're struggling with something and need an objective biblical opinion. Maybe you need some help working through something that feels a little heavy. Maybe you feel called to write or start your own podcast. Or maybe you just want to learn how to hear God's voice more clearly. For me, when God started to reveal his plan for my life, I found my purpose. And part of that purpose is to help you learn how to grow in your relationship with him. My heart is to help guide you in this area so you can step confidently into the calling God has for you. If you would like to start spiritual direction or life coaching, I'm opening up space for a couple more clients. You can head to shehears.org forward slash coaching to learn more. That's shehears.org forward slash coaching. Hey friends, if this podcast helps encourage, empower, or equip you in your walk with God, I would love it if you would head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. That's the number one way you can support my show. 
You can also join our free Facebook community or Instagram page where I share inspirational tips, bonus content, resources, and prayer throughout the week. Hey, I want you to know I'm praying for you. Know that you are so loved. Keep going. Keep going.